did you go to each one of the other three individually, like on a phone call, and say, what do you think about this? Uh, I think I called uh, uh, Ted. But the other two, I think it's hard to say no in person. So I've waited until right. I saw him in person. So yeah, said he saw you in Las Vegas. Yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw, I, th I think I saw coaching uh, in Vegas as well. But, uh, you know, I knew for the event to take, uh, you know, we need to be able to get all three here. So uh, Coach Williams actually committed. And then I tried to run him down for about a week and he was on vacation. And I, I'm like going, what's going on here? And then, then I saw him on the road the next week and he said, Bill, I told you I'm in. We're, we're good. So uh, all the coaches didn't hesitate at all to come do this. Do you have one or two favorite games in Allen Fieldhouse that stick out for you? Uh, well, you know, I told this earlier. I, you know, I think the one that, that you know, goes about hasn't been talked about at all. Uh, you know, you talk about all the, the great uh, uh, opponent performances in the building and nobody ever talks about it. I actually got 12 here my freshman year so so that would be one that really sticks out to me uh, but but uh, I, I would say honestly that the games that stick out most uh, the Missouri game obviously the last Missouri game uh, Texas uh, uh, when it was a winner take all uh, last game of the season and they had us down big and Tyshawn made a ton of plays to bring us back to win it uh, also uh, uh, there, what, there hasn't been very many games that's better played than the Oklahoma State-Kansas game back in Simeon and Miles and Langford's senior year. That, that was an unbelievable game. I think the first half we had six possessions where we didn't score, and they had like nine. I mean, it's an unbelievable basketball game. Uh, uh, but, but I would say th those two, you know, we, we had a – we're down when, – when Mario and those kids were freshmen and we were trying to find our way, we're down 17 to a highly rated Oklahoma team with about nine minutes left and came back and won that game. So there's a lot of great memories, but I'd say those are, those are probably four that stand out to me. In that Texas game when, when Durant got hurt mm -hmm. and then came back on and, and the reception he got from yeah. this field house, did that, does that tell you a lot about what this place is like? You know, during the game with, uh, with Texas when Ke Kevin was here, uh, they had D.J. Augustine, that was a terrific player, and of course Damian James, that was a terrific player, and A.J. Abrams. And, but Kevin was probably as good as he'd been all year that first half, and, and we couldn't guard him. We had lottery picks, Brandon Rush, Julian Wright trying to guard him and couldn't do anything. And I got mad, and I turned to Danny when they had us down about 15 in the first half, and he said, hey, that's just a bad man right there. So, <laughs> so uh, nothing we were going to do was going to stop him. And, and – uh, you know, then he turned, he tweaked his ankle, went and got it retaped, and came back in. Our fans, you know, gave him a big ovation, which I thought was really cool. And it was so cool it registered with uh, Kevin because I saw Kevin uh, a couple years ago, and he said that was one of the coolest moments he had as a player's when the the, the uh, Allen Fieldhouse fans, uh, of course, they, they get it. They know they knew that they are witness witnessing greatness, and uh, it was good to see them respond the way they did. Bill, of all the crazy stats around here, eight coaches and hundred plus years or whatever, when, what's the bond like when you guys get together and is there things that they can only, you know, Coach Williams or Coach Brown can understand? Uh, I, I would say if you coach at any place, there's probably things that, that only guys that have coached there could understood. It doesn't matter if you're coaching at, you know, K-State, Missouri, Wichita State, Kansas. I'm, I'm sure there's things about that, about the, 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 the fan base, about uh, uh, the building, uh, about whatever. But, but I think this place is more unique because I, I think when you've only had eight coaches, 
I think the responsibility of being the caretaker takes on a whole different meaning, and, and uh, uh, it's something that you really take great pride in. You know, there's a lot of people that work at their job and, and, uh, and live in a place, but, but uh, I don't think that anybody that's been an eight, one of the eight head coaches would think that this was a job, and I would think they all thought this was the greatest place, uh, uh, So at least from a basketball standpoint. So I think it is different and unique from that perspective. Well, you won the national title in 2008. <clears throat> Oklahoma State came at you strong. How much was a factor of tradition in Allen Fieldhouse in that decision? Uh, Tom, I, I, I don't think that was a factor at all. Uh, I don't think you, you would ever stay for a job because of a building. Uh, but I think you stay for it, it but it, it all ties in. The building ties into the, to the, the, the love of the place and how the players are treated and how everybody's received here. Uh, uh, that is a way of life. There's so many things that ties in indirectly because of the building. Um, that that uh, that's what makes it difficult to ever uh, leave or want to leave is because you know that there's no no place or very few places out there that you can recreate what you have here. So uh, I guess indirectly it would play a role, but but from a direct standpoint, I, I think I think that the the way that the people treat you here probably was more of a pool than anything else. What are you expecting out there tonight? What's it going to be like? Well, I'm sure, you know, I think Bud Stallworth is introducing Coach Owen, so I'm sure he'll talk about his 50-point performance against Missouri. <laughs> uh, uh, so I, I definitely expect that. Uh, uh, That'll be a long th speech. Yeah, well, to hear him tell his story, he'd probably go <laughs> basket by basket. But, uh, uh, but, but it, you know, I, I think it'll be a great night, uh, one that'll be pro everything. It's, not, it's a non-competitive night. Uh, you know, I'm not trying. We're not trying to get each other's players. We're we're, we're get each other's recruits. Uh, we don't have to scout the other team. Uh, uh, you know, I'll go home and feel good about everything happening here, and I'm sure Roy and Ted and Larry will as well. Uh, uh, but but it's a great way to pay homage to a building and to have to think about it. And and other schools can do maybe something similar, but you know, 1915, uh, uh, 12 and five. 51 of the 60 years, and of course, Coach Owens was assistant coach for, I think, six of the other nine years, or five of the other nine years. Uh, uh, you know that that uh, that the since the building's been built, but to have, you know, only four coaches in 51 years coach at a place, and and uh, have have the four coaches experience the success that they've had, and and represent the school in the way that they did. I I think this is a very unique night and a, a unique opportunity for our fans to kind of. Uh, relive some some great memories. Bill, can you talk about the significance uh, of the recent changes you've had, the bells and whistles on yeah. this great historic building, <clears throat> and how that's made it even better for you? Well, I, th I think that you know, there's certain things that you know, if you build a building 60 years ago, think of the forethought that Warren Corman and his guys had in building a building that 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 would withstand the test of time and. and uh, uh, but of course, when you do to, to to redo it, you change codes, and you, there's a lot of things that have to happen, and and that would definitely compromise the integrity of the way the building was originally meant to be built. So, uh, what we've done, and and what a lot of bright minds have done, is taken a a, a very historic place, a, a treasure, and add all the modern amenities that that uh, the new arenas have. 
uh, across America. And, and we're not as modern as some, but that doesn't mean we can't get there. And I think there's talks even doing some things to get there from a technology standpoint. But but there's very few people that that, that once once you walk into the door can experience the, the game day atmosphere of what we can you know, uh, uh, do here in, in Allen Fieldhouse from the Hall of Fame, from the new DeBruce Center being built that's going to house the rules, from 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 the uh, uh, pre and post game reception type areas to uh, uh, the, the the locker room facilities to uh, going into a, a a building that, as Jay Bill has said earlier, has soul. And and, and uh, Blair Kirkhoff said a long time ago, the walls still sweat. Uh, uh, th there's not very many buildings that you can do that. And and uh, I haven't been to all of them. Uh, haven't been to Cameron, haven't been to Palestra, but uh, I, I, I think it'd be very difficult for, for anyone to rival uh, what this building has and what it will have, you know, upon the completion of the DeBruce Center. I think it's just going to be off the charts good and a building that'll, that the way it's built and the way it's been presented now, that, that it may be the basketball arena 50, 100 years from now as well. Do you think you'll go as long as Coach Brown has? As a coach, and what do you think of his coaching currently at SMU? My only uh, 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 prediction on that is I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that that he'll retire before I do. Uh, 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 that's about as far as I go. Uh, uh, but I, 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 I won't do what coach has done. Co coach is, uh, uh, you know, he's a basketball genius, and and uh, um, he's forgotten more ball than I'll ever know, and and and. Uh, you know, he's doing a, such a great job at his age, and he's got, you know, I'm sure a few to a several more years in him, and, and uh, uh, I can't see doing it. I can't see doing it that long. Uh, uh, but I certainly hope that I can do it for quite a while longer. Do you remember maybe when this idea was pitched or how this came about and how maybe long ago it was? Well, it really came about was with, uh, uh, you know, we've been talking about with the group, uh, uh, you know, how do, we, how do we raise money for our foundation? And uh, uh, certainly, Cindy and I, you know, we, we do we do big fundraisers every other year, and and uh, we we haven't done anything this year to generate significant funds, and and we wanted to do something, and we came up with the idea uh, about this, and coincidentally, the 60th year we didn't even know about tied into this, and so that made it that we were able to set the hook with the other coaches because of that, and and basically we just did it for a way to raise money for charity, and and you know. All the coaches' respective charities of their choice will benefit from it, uh, obviously. But, but uh, uh, you know, I, I was thinking selfishly from for my foundation, our SIS foundation, and then after we kind of got into it, I said, nah, let's just raise as much money as we possibly can for charities and let let it go to different places wherever people want it to go. And and I, I think it's it's been you know very well received. And of course, our fans are unbelievable. We sold out the tables in a day and a half. You know, try selling 52 tables in a, in a, uh, in a day and a half, and you don't even open it up to the public. And and um, so that, that's that's been it's been pretty special, and we'll we'll do a lot for a lot of people, I think, through this. When you when you have recruits in for a game day, obviously they're blown away by the atmosphere and everything. But if they come in on a non-game day, have you ever heard a kid say, "Well, this place is really old"? Yeah, the way we yeah. have. Yeah, we we've. we've, we've but, you know, this was a uh, – and I'm sure our fans, they won't want to hear this, but they'll agree. Going back to 2003 to 2007 or what, this was a tired building. It, it needed it needed a, a pick-me-up. It needed an energy boost. And, and uh, you know, through the, the Ward family and through so many others, we were able to get that. And, and uh, 
uh, you know, it's, it's, so, it's so unique now that we can actually bring a kid in during a non-basketball weekend or whatever, and he is blown away by the facility still. Uh, uh, you know, not from a modern standpoint, but from, you know, th th this is about as classy as you can do. It, it's not over the top, but it's still our players have everything that, that, that anybody at any place could ever want. So uh, our play, I mean, we, we've done enough to, to make it where it's a very attractive place even when it's not full. What's the most memorable advice that Leo Brown has given you while you were assistant coach? Uh, well, he's given me. I, I'd say this. Uh, you know, coach is coach is great, and those of you that's been around him, uh, uh, he doesn't remember any times that he was ever mean. I mean, he only remembers a time where he was nice. And and uh, you know, he's traveled with us. and He's like going to God. Never heard of anybody talk to their team like that. <laughs> And Danny and them was like, "What are you talking about? You were ten times worse, than, you know." But he doesn't remember that. So, but but the best advice that that he gave me, one of them was, uh, we had just beat Cincinnati when I was at Tulsa to go to the Sweet Sixteen, and they were loaded. That, that was the year Kenyon got hurt, but they still had an unbelievable team. And 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 our Tulsa team uh, beat them and beat them pretty good and looked pretty good doing it. And uh, he called me out of the blue. I hadn't talked to him in a year, or so he called me out of the blue. Hey, I like your team. Blah 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 blah. I really like that one kid. Hey, if he needs a tryout, you know, I'll be, I'll take him. I mean, he just does stuff like that all the time. But he said, I want, I want you to do one thing for me, uh, and you got to do it. And I said, name it, coach, I'll do it. He said, I don't want you to get on another kid for the rest of the year. I don't want you to frown. I don't want you to have bad body language, and everything out of your mouth is positive. And I said, you know, this is from Coach Brown that Piper and Manning and Turgeon would tell you. He was the polar opposite. Nothing was positive and everything was, was, was critical. And, and, and I said, yeah, why is that, Coach? He said, because if your kids didn't care that much, there's no way they'd be where they'd be. And that was his way of saying, hey, take the pressure off of them. And, 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 uh, and that was great advice because I realized then that, you know what, we need to enjoy this. And, and, and it gave us a much better chance to make a run because there is a different pressure, as you all know, and I know firsthand going further in the tournament that players feel that they've never felt before. And so that, that was great advice. Anything else, guys? Uh, we're going to take the picture in here. Thanks, Coach. Uh, and so uh, the other coach. What I say earlier, Coach Brown is the nicest man <laughs> that I've ever met in my life. <laughs> <laughs> guys, Andy, I'm going to look for your mic. He's the nicest guy. <laughs> Never upset, patient. <laughs>